Good evening. Uh, my name is William Lawson, and this is To the Heart of the Matter here on Block Talk Radio, Spreaker, Spotify, wherever you hear it. Um, currently, this is only going to be a half-hour show because um, I'm in negotiations, uh, we shall say, with Block Talk Radio. So this is how we're going to have to do it. You know, one thing that I'm really, I'm really happy with and proud of that w- what we've been able to do here on this format um, over the past, my goodness, it started in 2008, it's 10 years or so, is adapt um, to whatever situations that we had um, going on. We've been able to, to, to adapt and keep moving forward. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, what it hasn't been a straight line, uh, but it's been... Um, it's always it's always been forward progress. So I, I'm so during this time, um, the half hour shows that are interactive, uh, or the hour shows that are interactive on Blog Talk Radio with a call in number, um, they are definitely um, we're not going to be having them for a while, um, and um, and I don't know if we ever will again. I'm be honest with you. I don't I, I I don't know. I can't I can't see the future. My crystal ball is broken, and my Ouija board um, got wet. So I don't, I don't, I don't really know, um, but we are going, to, but we are going to continue. We have things that I think that we need to talk about. Um, I think that, that there are subjects that we need to broach, um, <clears throat> and some of them are difficult. Uh, it is Thanksgiving um, night. It's about eleven forty-six here on the East Coast. It's Thanksgiving night, and um, <clears throat> I saw some things today. Um, not in my home. I got to tell you. My Thanksgiving with my family here, my wife and my son, fabulous. It's a great day. Uh, woke up to the sounds of my um, my son, um, you know, getting the pots out. He made the mac and cheese, which was awesome. Um, well, with a recipe that he'd found um, a number of years ago, and uh, he's prepared for his friends, but he'd never prepared for him th- for his family, and uh, it was great. My wife, um, she. <laughs> She bought a Genio turkey breast, um, <clears throat> but it wasn't. But when she pulled it out to put it in the oven, it was obvious it wasn't it wasn't going to be enough. So I did the Cliff Huxtable thing. I went to the store on Thanksgiving Day. Um, fortunately, the weather here in, in Florida was beautiful. It was like 76 degrees out. Um, humidity was really low. And I went to the Walmart because Walmart, I think, is the only store open. Um, so I went to the Walmart. And this is what sparked what we're going to talk about this evening. So I got um, some some turkey breast tenderloins uh, that we prepared that, that my wife prepared, uh, along with some spinach and um, some peach cobbler and a recipe that she had, which I just had my dessert just a little bit ago, <clears throat> and a cup of coffee, and it was fabulous. I mean, just being with you know, it's, you know, it's funny, you know what, when you're in an environment where you don't need your phone. Because the people that you love and care about the most are right there. That's what it's all about. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Um, things aren't perfect, um, but I don't know if they've ever been perfect. But I'll tell you what: things today were pretty dog. Things today were pretty doggone good. I just got to tell you, things today were pretty doggone good. Um, but anyway, my trip to Walmart. <coughs> You know, when I when I knew when I, when I went there, I, what I knew was that I would have to put on my patience. You know, it's um, it was just a few hours before their quote Black Friday start. Well, I think it started at six o'clock, and and so the place was busy. It was busy with people probably like me, 
um, who had forgotten something or or maybe just getting started with Thanksgiving. Um, so, you know, the, the, I mean, there was that. So I um, made sure that I, even in the parking lot, I, I said to myself aloud, Willie, you have to put on your patience. So I put on my patience and um, found a parking spot that was fairly close. And I walked in and found what I found what I needed. Yes. Now, with help? No, because they don't give you help at Walmart. Um, <clears throat> that's how they save you money. We don't give you help. I found what I needed. Um, I only had interaction with uh, one Walmart associate who um, was chiding me because I, was, I wore my Florida State um, T-shirt. Uh, but I think I quickly put him in his place. I told him that I went to Florida State for an education, not to be a fan. And if I was going to be a fan, I could still be a fan of baseball, softball, volleyball, basketball, men's and women's, uh, golf, uh, and every other 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 sport. Um, except this year, I'm still a fan of, um, of, of men's football. Why? Because I went to Florida State. But anyway, that was the only interaction that I had with an employee there, really. Um, <clears throat> but as I watch, you know, Walmart's one of those places where the benefit is, the social benefit anyway, is to watch the people the people who are in the Walmart. And I know that you know, it's, it's in vogue to make fun of and demean people who shop at Walmart um, because what you'll find there is you'll find, every, you'll find every form of madness. You'll find every form of, oh, you've got to be kidding at the Walmart. Now, I think it's a Petri dish for our society. Um, I think that, 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 that what happens is you find it, you find it at the Walmart because it exists in our communities and it exists in our cities and our, and our, and our counties and our states and our nation. This stuff exists. And I think a lot of people are, because it doesn't maybe not exist in, 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 in the same concentration. I mean, the madness in your families. That I think that that's, that we are often shocked and and or amused or horrified sometimes by what we see at at the Walmart. How people come out dressed um, is one of those things that we like to um, to notice. Uh, how you know, but how they're dressed, how they act, um, how their children behave, um, and just their general behavior. Uh, and it's because we see this. You know, we may not see it in our family. But this petri dish, this sort of concentration um, at the Walmart, is 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 something that um, is to be noticed as something social, uh, something that we should, that, that we have to talk about. Now, I went to the Walmart um, that's in my neighborhood, basically the the East Hillsboro. For those of you who are local listening, the East Hillsboro Avenue Walmart, which is the newest in the area, and um, <clears throat> only a couple three years old. And as I walk up, I see the typical stuff that I, I see. As I, as, I dro- as I drove up, there was a man, and it looked like his family, with a sign um, asking for, for money or food or something as people were driving out of the Walmart. Um, and, that's always, and that's always sad because they were on the sidewalk with blankets um, and kids, and, and the blankets weren't really necessary because it was 76 degrees. It wasn't like they were cold. Um, 
but it was a whole idea. So, so driving in, I started to get that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Kind of thing. So I, you know, when I got, I, I, I was able to park, I get out and I walk up to the Walmart. And as I'm walking up, I see the typical thing that you see at a Walmart, you know, what at a place in my neighborhood, I saw um, kids, probably middle school. I think the most evil person in the world is probably 13 somewhere and in middle school, <laughs> but um, misbehaving, um, uh, banging on or punching a giant inflatable Christmas tree out in front of the Walmart where they had no business even messing with. It wasn't theirs. Why were you messing with it? Why were you hugging it? Why were you punching it? Why were you kicking it? Um, and, I, and, and I see this and, I, and then I see adults that seem to be, quote, in charge, end quote, of these children. Um, not disciplining them, not pulling them away from this inflatable, um, just sort of ignoring it. Because everywhere you go is a playground, right? Um, and then I look over to the to the left, and I think I see a young man in a Derek Brooks. I notice because he's wearing a Derek Brooks um, Buccaneer shirt, Buccaneers uh, jersey. And we had just been talking about Derek Brooks at my house, so I noticed it. And I looked and see and saw that he had his pants sagging. Jesus, that bothers me so much. Um, he had his, he had his pants sagging, and I was like, you know, come on. I want I just wanted to go. Come on, y'all. And I thought to myself, this is this is part of our culture that the things that we're dealing with as a race in America, frankly, have very little to do. It sort of just sparked all this in my brain. Have very little to do with um, outside influences. I'm a big believer in that. And if you listen to the program I just finished here on Ball Talk Radio, um, I said just that. I mean, we talked about, I mean, I had a caller call in, um, Brother Warren, I believe is his name, um, from New Orleans. And um, we were having this discussion, and hopefully we can continue this discussion, you know, whenever these negotiations uh, on BTR come to a, um, an amicable end. Uh, because I really want to have this conversation, so I'm going to sort of start the conversation one-sidedly here. Um, but the condition of, for lack of better terms, black America, um, the condition of black America, how much of it is of our wounds are self-inflicted or how, how much of it are wounds that we are still suffering for uh, or suffering with um, from... Past, past injustices. The past injustices go back to, of course, I got to go there. Got to go to slavery. Got to go to Jim Crow. Um, got to go through through the um, through mass incarcerations um, until now. How much of our problems as a race in America are from out exterior influences, i.e., racism or bigotry, to self-inflicted wounds? As in we have a culture or have embraced a culture that is self-destructive. That lowers that the, the bar that black people have for one another and ourselves have been lowered to a degree where we are not where we are in the stage where we are not thriving and we're not thriving just because there is racism, just because there is bigotry. We are not thriving because we are not holding ourselves and our family and each other to a higher standard. Uh, you know, I, I was on the um, Porch Talk radio program. You guys local know I do that with my friend Eddie Adams Jr. on WTMP 1150. Um, 
on Saturday morning, and we had a caller last Saturday mention that part of the prop part of the he, he believes that part of the problem is that black people are always tearing other black people down. Now, the example that he used when we were talking about <clears throat> LeBron James, LeBron James opened up the school and gave some money to open up this school and to help. And if kids graduated, to help kids with their, you know what, uh, their entrance in the in, in the college, and that's cool. Uh, from what I understand, now you can write in the comments and you can write um, if I've got this wrong, but I think I have it right. Um, the, I think the school gets turned gets turned over to the school district in Detroit, um, and in and my friend Eddie Adams Jr., who's a, who's the main host, said it's like giving somebody a house with a mortgage. You know, there's there are things he could do, and we talked about Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey opened that church, opened that school for girls in. In Africa, my immediate question when she did that was, why didn't she open a, a, a school also in Chicago? It could have been for girls in Chicago. Why in Africa? Well, my guess is that it was easier to open it in, in Africa than it was opening in Chicago. Um, it was probably cheaper. That was probably, um, you know, what it was cheaper because there was no union. It was cheap. It, it was easier because there were not as many regulations um, to open a school in Africa, especially coming from the billionaire um, Oprah Winfrey, because it was probably easier. And it was a bit. It was. It may. It may even have been a bigger tax write off. I don't know how. Uh, maybe I'm wrong there, and I could be possible. I could very well be wrong there. Um, <clears throat> But we were talking about this, and the caller said that part of the problem was that we were inflicting wounds. I'm, I'm, I keep knocking on my microphone. I'm sorry. Um, that we were inflicting wounds on ourselves by, by um, tearing other black people down. Okay. Were we tearing other black people down, or were we raising the bar? Sometimes when you raise the bar and people don't meet th meet that standard, they may feel like you're talking badly about them. Or, you, or, or they may feel like you're demeaning what they've done or what they're doing. When what you're actually doing is saying, we have to do better. Now, I'm leaving the Walmart, getting in the car. I've got my, my, turkey, <laughs> my turkey breast tenderloins, which were delicious, by the way. And what else I get? I guess I think I got some turkey stovetop, uh, which is always delicious, by the way. And um, there's a and I hear some 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 rapping, some rap music, rapping music. Listen to me. I'm so old. Um, some rap music. And as I'm walking to the parking lot and it gets louder. And I, so now I can understand lyrics. And and now I'm looking at I'm looking to try to find out where it's coming from. Because I'm walking up on walking up near it, and the lyrics are vulgar. I mean, there's no, there's I, I won't repeat them here, but there isn't any other way to characterize the lyrics of whatever song there was. I don't and and please don't ask me who it was because you know doggone well I don't know, right? Um, <laughs> you know I you 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 know you know that I don't know. Uh, it's funny I, I think about. A question my wife asked me today. She there was a mention of a um, a radio DJ that was on radio in Tallahassee when I was going to school there, and she asked me, "Well, you've you've heard of so and so?" And I said, "No." And he was on the radio, you know, Tallahassee. When, you know, when, when you were there, 
And it's sort of, and I started thinking, I didn't listen to any radio while I was in Tallahassee as a student in the um, in the early 80s. I definitely, I mean, we, I, I didn't have a car, and we didn't listen to radio in the house, so I didn't listen to any radio, so I didn't know, I didn't know any radio personalities. Um, you know, and, the, and I was a music major, so most of the music that I was dealing with was either music that I was making or hearing for my studies. Um, so I thought about, no, so there's no way that, that I know who this person was or, or, or the artist, the quote, artist, end quote, of this song with these vulgar lyrics talking about women's body parts. Um, I mean, and, and, and what to do. There was graphic sexual context. And you're thinking, well, how did you hear that? Because it was loud. It was loud coming out of this truck. And I sort of slowed my walking down because I wanted to see who got out of the truck. Y'all ever, black, black folks, y'all got this, right? Um, you ever hear about something terrible in the news and you think, don't let it be a black person. Don't let it be a black person. Don't let it be a black person. Right? So I'm in that road. <laughs> I'm looking at this truck and I'm I'm looking and I'm, and I'm seeing who's getting out and I'm thinking to myself, And it was. And I thought to myself, what an incredible level of disrespect that this person has for everybody in the parking lot, the women, the kids. It's Thanksgiving, for goodness sakes. People are, people are starting their Christmas shopping. So there's lots of kids everywhere. That, and, I, and, then I, and then I had to, you know, I, I had to check myself and I went, wait, that young man, this is how he lives. This is what's normal to him. This is what's perfectly acceptable to him. He look at he would look at me like, what the, you know, what the f is my problem? And I'm thinking that he doesn't have any earthly idea why I would be upset or why I would be shocked or why I would be dismayed or why I would be angry or why anybody else would say anything. He figured, he figured that he can do whatever the hell he wants to do. He can play his music as his music as loud as he wants to play his music because it's in his truck and is his sound is his sound system and his music. He can do whatever he wants to do because he doesn't believe what he's doing is wrong. He doesn't believe what he's doing is harmful. And that sparks another thought in me um, that I'm going to. I'm, I'm running out of time because I only have a half an hour. Um, I'm going to address, um, <clears throat> and this is an age, and this is an age-old problem. And I know a lot of people will eye roll here, and that's fine. You can eye roll if you want to. It doesn't make me any difference. I don't really care. Um, that these kind of lyrics are actually harmful to black people. I am of the mind that whatever we ingest whether we ingest it with our eyes, on our ears, we regurgitate it with our mouths because then it ends up in our ears, um, it ends up in our mind, um, will either benefit us or harm us. There isn't anything that's neutral. I'm of the mind that there, there isn't anything that's neutral. So if you see a bunch of negative stuff and you hear a bunch of negative stuff, then that stuff will get in you and cause you harm. You will be a negative person. Have you, and, 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 and those of you who I rolled, 
Have you ever noticed the negative people in your life are always people who hang out with other negative people? And the most positive people in your life that you meet always hang out with really positive people. They're always doing really positive things. They're always, um, you know, they're reading bo- They're reading positive books on self-improvement, on, 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 on the economy, on, 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 on how to start businesses and how to, you know, deal, you know, deal positive, positively with relationships. You ever notice that? And the people who are the most negative people that you know don't do any of that. They listen to sad songs. They listen to negative songs. They're angry all the time. All their friends are angry. And when you get around them, um, you end up talking angry too. You end up being pissed off when you weren't pissed off before, but now you are. Never notice that? Because that's the power of what you hear and what you see. And there isn't any way to deny that that there there is a power and an attraction there. So um, when these lyrics are being broadcast, and they were being broadcast, it wasn't like this guy was just had his truck door closed and and he was just enjoying his music to himself and it was harming harming him. It was harming himself. It was it was out there for. I mean, I was probably I don't know seventy five or eighty feet away from from his truck and I could hear the lyrics clearly so he must have a really good sound system and nice speakers because I could really hear it and I could distinguish the words um was he harming kids was he harming little girls was he was he harming I mean was he harming um the the, the people that, that that were that didn't have any choice as to what they were hearing and I thought about this I thought about this listen I know that this word that I'm going to say is an, that it's an offensive word to people. But it's funny. It matters who says it sometimes. And, and the next nine minutes or eight minutes, I'm going to tell you that that's nonsense. When, you, when somebody says the word nigger, if they say the word nigger, 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 ain't nothing but a nigger, and they are white, and have a Confederate flag on their truck and a gun rack. Some people get crazy because they'll they will say that 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 is a harmful thing to say, and it's terrible, and they shouldn't be allowed to say it. Now, if they got a do rag on, and they black, and they got a grill, and they sagging pants. And they say, nigga, 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 nigga. That nigga over there, I'm going to shoot that nigga over there. I'm going to bust a cap in that nigga's ass right there. Right? Then that's, then, then people think, then, then black people will think that that's not harmful. And, the, and if you think it's not harmful because of this word, let me, let me get this concept out of your brain. Intent. And I immediately thought, well, if you get shot in the head, if you get shot in the head with a forty-five caliber bullet right in the middle of your forehead and the back of your skull comes off, it doesn't matter if the person who shot you intended to shoot you or even intended, I mean, intended to kill you or intended to even shoot you or if they even intended to fire the weapon, you are every bit as dead. So the intent of words that come out does not dilute the strength of the word. The intent of the person who fires the gun does not dilute the the power 
of the bullet. So a lot of these wounds that, that, that somehow we cover, because again, we have low standards, in my opinion, um, that we cover for, some of the, the behaviors that we cover for, like when you see um, parents cursing their children out, I mean, not disciplining their children, but cursing their children out. Didn't I tell you to get the F down from there? I'll kick your ass, you little muff. You know, you know what I'm saying? And and I know that. And you you see this behavior in the Walmart a lot, unfortunately. Those words are damaging to our children, are damaging to their children. You know, being characterized by your mother as an MF is harmful to you. Being characterized by your mother as a nigger, what does that what does that do to a child? So it doesn't even matter the intent. What it matters is the damage. And that's a cultural thing that if we don't deal with as a race, if we don't have an opportunity to talk about these things openly and honestly, we are going to suffer interminable damage as a culture. So I hope that, that, that I could start that discussion this evening on this broadcast. And again, this broadcast is going up on, uh, I'm going to upload it here in just a few moments on Spreaker. I'm going to upload this broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Um, it should be everywhere in the morning. It should be on iHeartRadio. Uh, it should be on, on Spotify. Send me an email, please. Let me know where you heard it. Let me know where you heard it. Did you hear it on Spotify? Did you hear it on iHeartRadio? Did you hear it on Blog Radio Speaker? Um, did you hear it on Google, Google, you know, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts? Send me an email, please. WLS860 at gmail.com. That's WLS860 at gmail.com. And I really appreciate it. Again, if you like what we're doing here, um, I've got an old blog that I'm trying to update. Um, it's called WillieLawson.com with my name, W-I-L-L-I-E-L-A-W-S-O-N.com uh, that I'm trying to update. Go there and check it out. I'd really appreciate it. All right. Um, also, and, and, and something else I'm going to ask you to do here at the end, uh, I also am doing some work with a great organization called Urban Game Changers. Go to UrbanGameChangers.com to learn more. UrbanGameChangers.com. It's a 503C organization that is dedicated to holding elected and non-elected officials accountable for the conditions of their community. Um, it is run by a lady. Her name is Shirley Hussar. Um, please, please go to the website uh, and donate. If you like what we do, donate. We would appreciate it. All right, we're going to get actually we're going to get out here early. Look at me not not going over my time limit. Uh, look at me. Look at me being professional and everything. Yay. Again, um, if you like what we're if you like what we're doing, please send me an email at wls860@gmail.com. So we're going to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something. Love love somebody and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. Happy Thanksgiving and we'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye now.